And that's how we're going to kick it off here on the Queen City Sports Podcast. Welcome to my very first episode. I am your host, Cameron Lee. Here on the Queen City Sports Podcast, all of our content is going to be centered around sports. It's going to be centered around Cincinnati sports, fantasy basketball, and fantasy football, which is going to tie into the NFL and the NBA. We're going to talk a little college football and college basketball. We're going to talk local sports. We're going to talk about baseball. We're going to talk about all the sports content here on the Queen City Sports Podcast. For those of you who may not be familiar with me out there, my name is Cameron Milton Lee Sr., born and raised here in the beautiful city of Cincinnati, Ohio. Grew up on the Cincinnati Bengals and the Cincinnati Reds. Huge fan for as long as I can remember. Um, My dad actually played at Xavier in the 80s, so I'm a huge Xavier basketball fan and supporter. My mom did attend the University of Cincinnati, so I do have a little bit of rooting interest there. Um, There's only one day of the year that I can't root for UC, and everybody that lives in Cincinnati knows exactly what that day is. Uh, Grew up playing football and basketball and fell in love with both those sports at a very, very early age. I was able to varsity um, in both of those sports in high school at Lakota East High School. I was able to then take my basketball talents to the college level, played at St. Clair Community College up in Dayton, Ohio, um, then graduated from there and transferred over to Mount St. Joe University over in Delhi, which is outside of Cincinnati, played over there for a few years, uh, coached for a few years after playing, and now I'm sitting here on the Queen City Sports Podcast hosting this with you. I'm so excited to get started. I can't wait for, I can't wait to get get this going. I'm glad you guys took the chance to uh, listen to this. I hope you guys enjoy what you're going to hear. Today's episode is definitely going to be centered around fantasy football for anyone out there that's going to listen. We're going to talk a lot about last week. I'll talk about week three of the NFL. Um, We're going to focus strictly on the 12-team PPR league that I play in. Um, I know a lot of you guys probably won't know who those guys are, but if you listen, um, you'll definitely understand some of the content that I'm going to be talking about. We're going to go through all the guys that played over this past weekend, um, go through some trades that happened in our league, um, and just kind of get you guys the feel for our 12-team PPR league. I do play in about four PPR leagues. Um, All of those are for cash money. So uh, go ahead and I want to go ahead and give a shout out to any given Sunday league to all my guys out there. I want to go ahead and give a shout out to the Mount St. Joe football basketball fantasy league that we play in all my guys and former teammates uh, playing a league with them. And then I also play in a league with Mike Smith and a bunch of guys um, from around the USA. Um, All of those guys graduated and friends with him. Great group of guys. Um, Haven't been able to win that league yet, but trying to make some moves now to make sure that that we we can make that happen this year. Um, So yeah, uh, we'll go ahead and get started guys. So we're going to hop right into the first matchup of the weekend, which was between myself and probably one of my most fierce rivals on the fantasy football and basketball side of things. Um, I haven't been able to beat this guy um, in like three years in either basketball or fantasy football. Um, I don't know why, because he's never even made the playoffs. It's it drives me insane that this guy continues to rack up dubs on me. Um, but I was able to come out victorious this past weekend for the first time in years over my guy, BJ Singh, who plays in the league. Um, I'll go ahead and just go ahead and read down his lineup. He went ahead and started Tom Brady, uh, Alvin Kamara, Leonard Fournette, Terry McLaurin, Robbie Anderson, Tyler Higby, Michael Gallup, Steelers defense. So um, he had 144 points. Um, I went ahead and started Kyler Murray, Nick Chubb, Aaron Jones, Allen Robinson, Chenault Gasecki, and David Johnson, and was able to just pull out a victory over him. Um, was winning all day Sunday. And actually had a pretty decent sized league going into the Sunday night football game and made the cardinal sin of texting him and saying, hey, not this year. We ain't going. And just to look up and see that Alvin Kamara had 40 points going into the fourth quarter. While I did have Aaron Jones, um, he was sharing a lot of time in that backfield in that second half. Points weren't as high as Alvin Kamara's, obviously. 
And just because he had one good drive, I was able to squeak out a five-point victory over BJ over the weekend. Um, so shout-out to Aaron Jones. Um, he's right now rated as the number one running back in PPR. Um, so traded for him, and it's been really, really big. Kind of turned my whole season around. Uh, we are in a keeper league that we are no longer going to do after this year. I kept Lamar Jackson, and literally my draft and my team was destined to be just garbage from the get. Had to trade uh, uh, Lamar Jackson to get Nick Chubb um, just to get another running back on the team and was able to find a way to get Aaron Jones. So now I got Aaron Jones, Nick Chubb, and David Johnson. Um, a little light on the receiver side, but we just traded Nick Chubb actually for DK Metcalf and another backup receiver. So looking at looking at the bright side of things, I just can love DK Metcalf. Uh, he reminds me of just Randy Moss in every single way, just the height, the size, the speed. It's all there. Uh, I think DK Metcalf is going to do great things. He's playing with – Probably the best quarterback in the league right now, and Russell Wilson, if we want to be honest. Um, so obviously between him and Patrick Mahomes, um, but I just I love Russell Wilson. Obviously, they're both Super Bowl champions. Can't go wrong with either one. Um, Mahomes does some crazy things, obviously, with the arm angles and the throws. Um, but Russell Wilson's right there with him, man. So definitely um want to give a shout out to Russell Wilson. But yeah, so any of those guys, Kyler Murray almost lost me the game this weekend. He had three interceptions. Uh, he played really, really bad, ended up losing over there to the Detroit Lions. So I'm hoping for a bounce back week from him. Uh, and we'll look to get to three and one next week. I'm sitting at two and one now. Feels pretty good. Uh, lost the first game of the week, first game of the year on some fluke. And now we're sitting at two and one, uh, looking to get to three and one next week. Wanted to also talk about a few guys that uh, performed over the weekend as well. Um, Allen Robinson looked like he played a lot better when Nick Foles was able to step in there. And for anybody that's looking for a backup QB, I know that Nick Foles is available in a lot of leagues. I just picked him up in one of my leagues uh, to be a backup. Um, so if you're looking for a backup for one of your QBs when they have a bye week, uh, definitely would think about giving Nick Foles a look. Also, I know a lot of people had a lot of questions about David Johnson. So I have David Johnson in three leagues. Um, obviously, he's not putting up great numbers right now. He's putting up okay numbers. Um, but one thing to look forward to is, one, they've played the toughest schedule in football to start the season. Played the Chiefs, played the Ravens, played the Steelers. I mean, that's pre three pretty really tough games. Um, two of those on the road. So um, he's been playing 96% of the snaps. So he's going to be on the field. Um, and he's played three pretty tough defenses to start the year. You play the Super Bowl defense, you play the Ravens defense, who we all know is a top five defense in the league. And the Pittsburgh Steelers defense is also another top five defense in the league. So I wouldn't give up on David Johnson just yet. Like I said, he's playing about 98% of the snaps. So he's going to be on the field. Uh, David jo Duke Johnson, I know, got hurt in the first week. So he's not playing as much. Uh, I know he's going to get back in the rotation at some point. But David Johnson, I wouldn't give up on him just yet. The latter part of their schedule is about to come up. So keep an eye out for David Johnson and do some big things coming down the stretch if we can stay healthy. Looking at a few players on BJ's team, um, Leonard Fournette, I know, didn't have a great week. Um, he's still sharing time back there with Ronald Jones in the backfield in Tampa Bay. Um, I know Bruce Arians was really high on Ronald Jones. They picked him last year in the second round out of USC. So they want to kind of see what they can do with him. I know Fournette's on a one-year deal. Um, he's going to be a hit-or-miss guy moving forward. So keep a lookout for Fournette. Um, Terry McLaurin is a guy also that if you guys have him, start him, play him. Um, Dwayne Haskins loves him. He's throwing to him every time. So, uh Terry McLaurin is definitely a guy, either if you're looking at him, like trying to trade for him, or if you got him on your team, you don't know. Yeah, play him. Keep playing him. Keep playing him. Dwayne Haskins is going to be fine. He's going to keep throwing it to that Ohio State connection is working really well for them. BJ also has Julio Jones and Le'Veon Bell, both who are dealing with some injuries. Um, keep an eye out for both of them to come back and do some big things. Obviously, we know who Julio Jones is, one of the best receivers in the game. And Le'Veon Bell, um, 
the Jets, um, they're the Jets, so we just don't know. Um, but I expect Le'Veon Bell, when he comes back, to be involved some way, somehow. Uh, they got to play him. Um, they're paying him a lot of money, so I expect him to be involved. Our next matchup over the weekend was between Andrew Zielinski and Troy Ward. Troy Ward probably has the best team in the league, so let me go ahead and read down his lineup. He has Russell Wilson, Ezekiel Elliott, James Robinson, Chris Godwin, Tyler Lockett, Travis Kelsey, Miles Gaskin, the uh, Zerline, Cam Akers, Mostert, and J.K. Dobbins. He put out 184 points this week. And my guy, Andrew Zielinski, who's a huge Eagles fan, went with Carson Wentz, Austin Eckler, Miles Sanders, Marquise Brown, Pittman Jr. from the Colts, Evan Ingram, and David Montgomery. Shot David Montgomery from Cincinnati, played over at Iowa State and Mount Healthy. Um, Andrew just didn't have enough. Obviously, Wentz struggled a little bit over there with the Bengals, only put out about 23 and a half points, which is still solid. Eckler is just playing out of his mind. I don't understand how the guy continues to put up numbers, but he does. Uh, had 31 points. Sanders had a lot of running yards and a few catches, but no touchdowns, so he was at 14. Uh, Marquise Brown, the Ravens offense, just couldn't get it going. I believe that Pittman Jr. got hurt over the weekend, and uh, David Montgomery is looking at a lot more time now with the Tariq Cohen situation. I believe he tore his ACL, so we hope that he can get back from that real soon. But uh, Troy's just stacked from the other side, man. Russell Wilson, you already obviously saw what he did with five touchdowns over the weekend. Uh, we kind of touched on that a little bit earlier. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott's going to put up a lot of numbers, obviously, with all the touches down there in Dallas. Uh, James Robinson's been a surprise down there in Jacksonville. Um, he's actually the guy who – the Jaguars decided to go with over Leonard Fournette. Uh, had a big week last week on Monday Night Football, or on Thursday Night Football, I apologize. Uh, he had 30 points in fantasy. And uh, Chris Godwin's getting a lot of touches over there from Tom Brady. Had a touchdown over the weekend. And Lockett caught all those touchdowns from uh, Russell Wilson. Uh, Travis Kelsey, best tight end in the game right now. What can I say about the guy from Cincinnati as well? And uh, played at Cincinnati, I should say, he's from Cleveland. And uh, Miles Gaskin, the new star running back down there in Miami, uh, put up about 66 yards. So Troy's got a pretty solid lineup. Um, so he's undefeated right now. He's sitting at three and no. Andrew's looking at one and two right now. He's looking to bounce back next week. Our next matchup was between my guy, one of my best friends, Michael Boyd, playing against one of my other guys, one of my best friends, Tom Barry. Uh, both of the guys used to be roommates, if you guys know who those guys are. So uh, we had a nice little battle between those guys. Um, just a little background story. Um, Mike was uh, the best team last year in our league um, from start to finish, but he wasn't able to win the championship. He lost in the championship. It was one of his two losses on the season. Um, but he's looking to bounce back this year. He has McCaffrey as his top back. Um, McCaffrey obviously out right now for a few weeks with that ankle injury, um, but he did suffer another setback this week, losing to my guy Tom Barry, 133 to 112. Let me go ahead and read down Tom Barry's team real quick. He has Aaron Rodgers, Dalvin Cook, Devin Singletary, Keenan Allen, Deshaun Jackson, Goddard, Will Fuller. Uh, he does have uh, Devontae Adams on his bench and Kittle, who both were sitting out with injuries. And he also has Justin Jefferson, who finally came out of his shell down up there in Minnesota with seven catches for 175 yards this weekend and a touchdown, looking real good. Uh, Mike ran out there. Cam Newton, who got the win over the weekend but didn't put up the great numbers that you were looking for from him. Uh, Kareem Hunt, Malcolm Brown. Malcolm Brown had a huge week one, hasn't been able to recover. Uh, get, get back to that since then. Uh, but he's got a nasty wide receiver core. Uh, Tariq Hill, Mike Mike Evans, and Calvin Ridley. I mean, I've been trying to get receivers off him for weeks. He ain't, he ain't budging on that. Uh, he's got Mark Andrews, who struggled on Monday Night Football, dropped a touchdown. Um, but they the whole team struggled as a whole down there with Baltimore. 
Um, and he also has, like I said, Christian McCaffrey and Deontay Johnson on his bench. So he's got some guys, and he also has T. Higgins sitting in the wing. So uh, he had a huge week, obviously, with the two touchdowns. Uh, looking for big things from him moving forward. Uh, the Bengals are stacked in the wide receiver core, and obviously we'll talk about the Bengals towards the end of the podcast. Uh, we'll talk about their matchup with the Jaguars coming up next weekend. Um, but if anybody that knows me knows I played wide receiver in high school, so I love evaluating the wide receiver position. Um, but we got a lot of good wide receivers on our team, so we'll talk about that, talk about that a little bit later on. Our fourth matchup over the weekend was between my guy, Jeremy Smith, and my OVO brother, Steven Sensel. Um, Steven Sensel is also the commissioner of the league. Uh, we're going to get him on one of these episodes here pretty soon so we can just kind of get introduced to the commissioner. Um, I want you guys to get to know him as well. That's my brother. Um, but, yeah, so uh, he was actually lost this weekend to Jeremy, 141-90. to 90. Um, just didn't get a really good performance on anybody on Steven's team. Let me go ahead and read down his lineup real quick. Uh, Lamar Jackson, Kenyon Drake, Melvin Gordon, DJ Moore, Stephon Diggs, uh, Jared Cook, and Jarvis Landry. Um, like I said, and if anybody watched over the weekend, we know uh, Lamar Jackson didn't have one of his Lamar Jackson-type games. Uh, Kenyon Drake had 73 yards on the ground, um, but no touchdowns, nothing through the air, really. Melvin Gordon was getting shut down, eight in the box for Denver, so he's going to be looking at that until Drew Locke gets back. Uh, DJ Moore only had two catches for 65 yards, didn't put up a lot of good numbers there. Stephon Diggs is doing a lot of good things with Josh Allen, so that's looking good after people were talking down on them a little bit in the preseason. Uh, they've gotten off to a real quick 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 and fast start and uh jared cook just not getting the targets that he was looking at last year and uh jarvis landry obviously they're in a run first offense there in cleveland man uh with chubb and hunt those are probably the two of the best tandem running backs in the league right now uh the browns are gonna be running the ball guys uh when when they get down obviously they're gonna be throwing they got two great wide receivers um but the browns are gonna be running the ball uh, Jeremy was able to pull out the big victory. He's got Patrick Mahomes at quarterback. Patrick Mahomes obviously had a Patrick Mahomes type game, uh, putting up about 44 points in fantasy. Uh, he also has James Conner and Jared McKinnon, who both had great games and touchdowns over the weekend. Uh, Julian Edelman only had two catches for 23 yards, uh, and I actually just snagged him from uh, Jeremy's team for Hayden Hurst. Um, he was looking for a tight end after Austin Hooper only put up about five and a half points over the weekend. So he's got uh, Hayden Hurst now in that position. He's also got Tyler Boyd, who I think is going to be Joe Burrow's number one target. Uh, so he's going to continue to put up big numbers as well. Uh, he had Kenny Galladay on the bench coming back from injury. I don't know why he did that, but he didn't need him. Uh, ended up getting the victory anyway. Our next matchup was between my guys, Nick Duell and Evan Heithouse. Uh, Nick Duell was able to bounce back to 2-1 with a victory over Evan, 134-105. to Duell decided to run out there. Ryan Fitzmagic, along with Todd Gurley, Joe Mixon, Adam Thielen, Cooper Cup, Noah Fant, Mike Davis, who is Christian McCaffrey's replacement. And, boy, did he show up in a big way, 23, 23 points for Mike Davis. Uh, Noah Fant seeing some targets over there from the backup quarterbacks in Denver. Uh, Cooper Cup put up a huge day in the office with 25 points. Uh, Thielen's obviously going to get those targets, um, being the number one guy up there in Minnesota. Uh, Mixon's going to get going to bounce back. For anybody that just got Mixon, I got Mixon in a bunch of leagues too. He's going to bounce back. The, the offensive line's not playing great right now, um, but I believe he bounced back this week about uh, against the Jaguars. We'll talk about that a little bit later on. Uh, Todd Gurley had 80 yards and a touchdown. I see. I think that that production continues from him. Um, a lot of guys talking down on him in the media, but I believe that Todd Gurley. Uh, will continue to put up some good numbers for Atlanta down there, uh, splitting some time with Brian Hill. 
Uh, looking at Evan's lineup, I know Evan just made a trade with me for Nick Chubb um, after losing Barkley for the rest of the year. So now he's got uh, Chubb and Jonathan Taylor as his running back tandem. So he looks to get going with those two. He's obviously got Drew Brees at quarterback and DeAndre Hopkins. So he's sitting pretty good with those guys. Uh, Zach Ertz at tight end. Um, so he's got a pretty good team. Um, I, I know he's um, looking at Jalen Rager to step up there on his bench a little bit, but with the injuries in Philly, I uh, don't know when he's going to get back. Our last matchup over the weekend was between another one of my really, really good friends, um, my best friend, RJ Leopard, and another one of my really, really good friends, Shane Dixon, who's now living out there in Denver, Colorado. Um, RJ was able to squeak out a 17-point victory over Shane, 117 to 105. Um, RJ's got a pretty good team. We'll go down his lineup first. Uh, he's got Dak Prescott, Derrick Henry, Josh Jacobs, Amari Cooper, AJ Green, Hunter Henry, and Marvin Jones. Pretty solid lineup, and he's got AJ Brown sitting out on his bench. Um, and then Shane decided to go with the mustache, Gardner Minshew, uh, Charles Edwards Hilaire, Chris Carson, Juju, OBJ, Darren Waller, and Josh Kelly, backup running back for the San Diego Chargers out there. Um, kept it a close game, but just didn't get the numbers he was looking for from the quarterback position. Minshew went out there and didn't throw any touchdowns um, and threw a pick, so that doesn't help. Um, Edwards Hilaire and Carson didn't really put up the numbers that they were looking to put up. Uh, Carson ended up getting hurt, I know. So if anyone's out there looking for his backup, go out there and make sure you're looking for Carlos Hyde on those waiver wires. Um, Juju Smith's going to get a lot of targets now. I believe that Deontay Johnson's got a concussion. But the Titans and Steelers game has been postponed due to COVID. So make sure you're keeping up with those updates. You can always check my Twitter feed, the Queen City Pod, QCSP 2020 the Queen City Sports Podcast Twitter page where you can get updates on anything involving sports and Cincinnati sports, fantasy football related as well. So, um, yeah, Darren Waller didn't have the game he was looking for either against uh, Belichick defense, um, didn't see the ball a lot. And uh, I know DJ Charks, another one of his receivers, is out. Uh, Shane's got some guys on the bench. Henry Henry Ruggs, who's hurt too. Uh, Shane will look to bounce back. He's sitting at one and two. Um, he'll look to bounce back this weekend as well. This next segment of the show is going to be our potential week four wide receiver cornerback matchups. Uh, I want to go through a couple of those this weekend. Um, the first one I want to go over is Kenny Galladay versus um, Marshawn Lattimore with the New Orleans Saints. Looks like that's probably going to be a cover. Um, Kenny Galladay's big guy. Uh, I really like him. I'm going to focus a little bit more on him this weekend. Don't really get to watch a lot of Lions games, um, but I think that he'll have a pretty good matchup over there with, with Lattimore. Um, the next one's going to be uh, Marvin Jones and Malcolm Jenkins in that secondary with the Saints. Uh, we all know Marvin Jones. He's, he's going deep. Um, and he can make all those catches. Uh, loved him when he was playing here with the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, I believe that he'll do big things against the Saints defense as well. Uh, Mike Evans is going against Casey Hayward. I believe they're playing the Chargers. Uh, Chargers are pretty good, man. They uh, played the Bengals real tough week one. Um, and that secondary is a little bit banged up. Um, so Evans might not see a lot of targets with that secondary banged up. But Chris Godwin, I believe, is out this weekend as well. So um, he might be locked in this weekend. That's going to be a really, really good matchup. Um, Adam Thielen's going up against Roby. Um, continue to look out for that matchup. Uh, I like Justin Jefferson a lot, man. He looked really, really good last week. So if you got him in any league, I would go ahead and fire him up. I'm going to go ahead and fire him up in one of my leagues this weekend as well. So be on the lookout for that. DJ Moore, I think, bounces back this week. So make sure you're on the lookout for that. Uh, Darius Slayton's got Jalen Ramsey this weekend. If you got him in any league, I would not play him. Uh, I, you all, we all know who Jalen Ramsey is. He's from that 
He's from that bad university down there in Tallahassee, my Florida State Seminoles. Uh, he's going to be locking up this weekend. And then the Giants quarterback play has just not been very, very good this year. Don't see that. Don't see them bouncing back against the Rams this week. Uh, Robert Woods going against Bradbury. Uh, I like that matchup. I see uh, if you got Robert Woods, I would fire him up in some leagues. Uh, then we got Watkins and Sammy Watkins, Sammy Watkins and Tariq Hill going up against that Patriots secondary. That's going to be a really, really good matchup. Um, but with Mahomes, anything's possible. And we all seen what uh, Tariq Hill's done to the Patriots in past years. Um, but Belichick, you know, Belichick's going to have that defense ready. So um, that's going to be a really good matchup to watch out for this weekend. Cam versus Patrick Mahomes is going to be a good one. Definitely going to be tuned into that one. Last matchup over, over the weekend is going to go between Calvin Ridley and Alexander, that Green Bay defense. Uh, I like Green Bay defense. Uh, Mike Patton, I think he's a good defensive coach. Um, but Calvin Ridley, man, he he's going to continue to see one-on-ones. He's not going to get double teamed as long as Julio Jones is there. And the Falcons got some guys, man. They got some receivers and they got some running backs. They got some weapons that could easily be sitting at three and zero right now. So Calvin Ridley, if you're if if you're in a, in the league and you're looking to try to get someone, I would definitely be looking to get him. You're probably gonna have to give up something to get him. But um, I think he's going to do great things, continue to play with Julio Jones, continue to see single teams. Um, they got some really, really good weapons down there in Atlanta. It's a shame that they can't figure out how to win games. Another thing that we're going to touch on before we move on to our next segment is going to be a weekly pick em. Um, I do plan on doing a weekly pick em. I'm not going to really go into details about all those games for this next weekend coming up. Uh, check out my Twitter page, though. Um, I'll be posting those picks starting on Thursday night with the Thursday night football game. Um, if you want to keep track of those records with, with myself, I'll be talking about those on the next episode. We'll go over all those picks and all those games, um, see what my record was, and we'll go from there. But if you guys want to join in on that, uh, make sure you get your picks in by Thursday, and we'll go ahead and keep track of those over the weekend, and we'll talk about those on the next episode. All right, as we move into our next segment, we're going to talk a little bit about the Bengals and the Jaguars coming up on this Sunday. Um, we'll talk a little bit about last week with the Eagles. Um, I mean, the, the right side of the offensive line is just really, really bad right now. And I saw a quote today where uh, one of the offensive line coaches was giving Bobby Hart a lot of praise. And, you know, that the, the staff, you know, I'm really starting to worry about this coaching staff, you know, um, Obviously, last year was 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 what it was with Andy Dalton his last year here. Um, but I see Joe Burrow. And we got a lot of things to be excited for with Joe Burrow and that offense and the defense. Um, but I just don't know if we got the right guys coaching them right now. Um, obviously, it's still early with Zach Taylor. Um, but I'm looking at the Chiefs offensive coordinator, Eric Benahy, who used to play for the Cincinnati Bengals, who's running that Chiefs offense like no other right now. And I would love to get a guy like him into Cincinnati and see what he could do with that job and with those players. Um, you know, I just love Joe Burrow. Um, I think he's the, the savior for Cincinnati that we've been looking for. He He's our Batman. You know, he comes in with a lunch pail attitude and, you know, he's got an attitude that a lot of the greats have that not a lot of people have in this league. Um, even just his 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 mindset through these first three games and how we haven't won yet and how he continues to approach each and every day. Um, been loving everything I'm seeing from Joe Burrow. I um, wanted to kind of touch a little bit on our wide receiver core as well um, with 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 Higgins stepping up like he did last week. Um, I definitely don't see where we need to play John Ross anymore or where he even needs to be on the team. No offense. Uh, he just hasn't given us anything since we've gotten him. Um, and, you know, I think that that was the kind of the nail in the coffin. Seeing T Higgins go off the way he did. Um, I'm not a, a big fan of Mike Thomas, but when Mike Thomas is on the field, man, Mike Thomas does his job. He makes catches. You know, he does what we need him to do. Even Auden Tate was getting in there blocking on some of the plays on Sunday. Um, I love loving everything we're seeing from our wide receiver core. I will say, you know, 
let's let's ease up on my guy AJ Green now, guys. Come on, he hasn't really played in two years. There was no preseason, no OTAs. Um, didn't really practice a lot through training camp. You know, it's, it's going to take him a few games to get his legs under him. I mean, he hasn't played in a few years. You know, I would hold off on the AJ criticism yet. Yeah, he hasn't looked great through the first two weeks, um, but give him a few more weeks to get his legs under him. I think that we'll continue to see the AJ Green of old uh, come back for these next, for the uh, final couple stretches of the last of the games uh, towards the end of the season. Um, but I think we're headed in the right direction, man. Uh, we're headed in the right direction, but we just got to figure out a few things on that offensive line. Uh, Billy Price isn't the answer. Um, Bobby Hart definitely is not the answer. Um, I think we need to make some significant investments in that on on that right side um, this offseason, definitely throughout the draft. Um, but we'll talk about that a little bit later on. Um, but when we're looking at the uh, Jaguars defense um, right now, they're 17th defense overall, so they're middle of the pack. Um, and I think that this is definitely the weekend that we can get Joe Mixon going. Um, he hasn't played great through the first three games, and it's because we've been throwing the ball a lot. Now, granted, uh, throwing the ball a lot, we've seen a lot. We've seen Joe Burrow do a lot of good things, but we've also seen him take a lot of hits. You know, we don't want to see Joe Burrow keep taking the hits that he's been taking this early in his career. You know, I think that we got to ride the run game a little bit. I know that we haven't been able to do it consistently, but I think that if we continue to get uh, mixing the ball this next game against the Jaguars, you know, let's get him a hundred yard rushing game for the first time this year. You know, let's lean on him a little bit. I think that Mixon wants that. I think that he can get it done. Now, a lot of it. Uh, been on mixing as well he hasn't been running great he hasn't been hitting the holes great but you know some of the times that we get him the ball you know he makes some plays but we don't get it to him consistently enough I don't think um, so if we continue to do that I think that that'd be good for Burrow too I believe that the Bengals will get their first win this weekend they're a 61% favorite um, over the Jaguars right now um, Jaguars aren't playing too well they got a lot of backups um, they just lost to the Dolphins and Ryan Fitzmagic you know I think this is a perfect weekend for the Bengals to get their first win of the season um, Paul Brown is letting about, I think, about 6,000 fans in this weekend. So if you're lucky enough to get in there and watch Burrow get his first win over the weekend, I'm going to be really, really jealous. I'm going to be sitting here at home watching it on Red Zone and with the other TV in my house. Um, but I can't wait for this Sunday. I believe the Bengals have a real, real big shot. These next couple of minutes, I want to go ahead and talk about the Cincinnati Reds. Obviously, they had game one today against the Atlanta Braves. We did not get the victory, unfortunately. Fell 1-0 to the Atlanta Braves when Freddie Freeman hit a single in the bottom of the 13th to finally score a run. So uh, Bengals fall to 1-0 in the best of three. Um, but, you know, Trevor Bauer pitched out of his mind today. Uh, he looked awesome doing it. But, you know, the Bengals, they live and die by the home run this year. Um, weren't able to get any hits. But, man, there were some bonehead decisions, I think, the, the Reds made today with base running and things like that. First off with the double steal with the Keno. And uh, Farmer, uh, just Aquino did not look like he didn't even know that there was a double steal going on. He walked back to the bag. Then, you know, you got Farmer running the second. And he finally realizes that Farmer's running the second. And he gets chased down at home plate. That just wasn't a good look. And then uh, Nick Castellanos, you know, I'm not mad at him for trying to get a triple right, there, for trying to get to third base. Um, but obviously he got thrown out. And that obviously gave us two outs right there. And the in, ends the inning real quick. Um, but, you know, I got to respect the hustle, man. And Nick Castellanos has been playing great all year. Um, so I can't be mad at him trying to hustle for that third base. Um, that's probably that, that's that's what I'm, that's what we're looking for. That's that hustle that we're looking for. Um, unfortunately, it just didn't work out for us today. Um, but got, I got a lot of confidence going into this game, too, tomorrow. Um, I think Castillo will pitch really well. Um, I think that we'll get some hits. Um, and I've heard that the Braves pitchers aren't as great 
um, as the pitcher that pitched us against us today. Um, but um, looking forward to the Reds to bounce back with that tomorrow. Cincinnati, I know that that's just another Cincinnati way to lose, but we got to stay positive in these times. You know, Cincinnati being in the playoffs for the first time since 2013, that's one thing that I'm very excited about. Obviously, we couldn't come up with the victory today, but I believe that we will bounce back tomorrow game two. We'll continue to talk about Cincinnati Reds on the next podcast. Um, hopefully, we'll make it out of this series, and we'll either be playing the Marlins or the Cubs um, in the next round, which will be a best of five. Um, I just like our chances. I, I will always root for my team when they're in the playoffs. Um, and we had a chance to win that game today. Just didn't come through. I believe that we'll be able to bounce back tomorrow. Well, that's going to do it tonight for us here on the Queen City Sports Podcast. I appreciate you guys taking the time out to listen to our weekly fantasy football review here on the on the podcast. Um, I know we touched on the Bengals and the Reds a little bit tonight. We'll get into them a little bit more next time for sure. Uh, we won't be so much focused on fantasy football, but I appreciate you guys taking out the time to listen to my podcast. If you guys have any kind of uh, critical feedback or anything like that, I would definitely appreciate it. Um, you can send me a direct message on my on my Twitter at the QCSP2020. Um, that's where I'll be posting a lot of my content and where I'll be posting this episode as well. So, hey, thank you guys for going on this journey with you. I can't wait to talk to you guys again next time. Um, it was really, really fun, and I can't wait to do this again. Thank you, guys, and welcome to the Queen City Sports Podcast. Cameron Lee signing out.